You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, Session 14. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I know, I know, I've been a little MIA, little hiatus, but we have had two graduations and one of them went to college. So it's been a good hiatus, but we are back. And there are many, many wonderful episodes that are coming up, and I cannot wait to share them with you. Today's episode is all about a key ingredient to anyone's success when they're coming over to our faith. So this episode is called Just Wait. So with that, let's get started. You are new. You are excited. You just found out that there is this whole spiritual world about Orisha. And of course, you go out and buy 20 books. You join 200 Facebook groups. You follow 100 priests on Instagram. You lost count on how many videos you have seen about Orisha, initiation, experiences, drummings, and anything else that you can get your hands on on YouTube. You are following and avidly reading 35 blogs about Orisha and initiating and anything that has to do with Ifa or the Orisha faith. And you are following some forums that you don't even dare to share with others as that is your secret weapon. So now you have found two priests and you picked one and you get a reading, and you really like him or her, and your reading went in one of two ways. Number one, you are special. Orisha loves you, and you were meant to be here. And that is why you need to have Ilekis on like yesterday. And you need warriors right now after an abode that needs to be done. And you must get this in order to secure everything that you need spiritually and for success in your life. And you have to do this right now. Or you fall into category number two. You are really messed up. Oh my God. They are even surprised that you're still alive. You've had so much bad juju in this lifetime that they're surprised you are breathing and you have to do all these things. And after you finish all these ebos, you will need to receive warriors, elekes, and olokun to really, really help you in your life. And you need this right now. Have you noticed a pattern? 
You need this right now. Actually, since yesterday. Now, no matter if you went into one and two, you are excited. You're really, really excited. And you are like, number one, yes, I knew that I had to be here. I am special. And this is why I have to come up with the, well, $121 or the $500 for this or whatever the amount is in order for me to get eleques or this ceremony. Or you're number two. Oh my God, I am in trouble. I better come up with the $121 and the $500 for this initiation or ceremony. And if not, I am going to die. I am here to tell you that I'm not negating anything from that reading. However, in most cases, actually like 98.999 of the time, nothing really is that urgent. And you can afford to apply this ninja tip. Wait. W-A-I-T. Wait. So before you turn off this episode and are like, yeah, I can't wait. I have to do this right now or else. Listen, just hear me out. I'm not saying that you will not be needing those ceremonies or Orisha initiations. Not at all. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that if you wait, you will move about a lot smarter in our community waters with a lot less trouble along the way. Let me explain. And I am going to explain in a format of imagine this. So picture everything that I'm saying as though this is you. You are still excited. Great. Now, you got a reading that says that you need warriors, elekes, and the hand of Arumila, as well as three ebos that need to be done due to your current situation in life. You're like, okay. Now you go home and you are all excited about all of the spiritual possibility and your hidden gifts and all of those wonderful things that were covered in the reading and you are overwhelmed on all of the information that you got. You first have, of course, to do the ebos. That's important because that has to do with the right now. So let's say that all three of them, the total is, I don't know, um, 121 bucks, $121. Okay. Then now that you're done with that, the priest tells you that you need to really, really hurry to get your elekes, your warriors in the hand of Arumila. So now you're going to do the math in your head. These are just some figures. So $350 for warriors, $121 for elekes, and $1,200 for the hand of Orumila. So you do the math, da, 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 and you have to come up with $1,671. I did the math. And it takes you six months to put this money together. Because, of course, we don't have $1,671 just laying around. Then 
you get your white clothes for these days, so you buy them and you get them together. And what does this mean for you? You're on your way to your spiritual haven, right? You got your bows done. Yay. And now you're getting your spiritual done, right? Double yay. And you're ready, ready, right? You are ready to get going with your priests. Are you really ready to commit your allegiance, your love and support to that priest as your guide? I mean, just think about this for a moment. When a person puts those elekes around you, this means that they are committing to you and you are committing to them. They are now the person that you will call godparent. You are committing to follow their rules, their teaching style, their lineage's tradition. It might be a lot of wonderful beginning experiences. They are helping you get this and that in the beginning. They are answering your questions. They call you back and everything is wonderful in the land of spiritual lovely. And then some time passes. Life happens. Then you attend an event late or you make a mishap or there is a newer person in the spiritual house and you're kind of put off to the side or there is a misunderstanding or you want to learn about something and conflicts. It just brings trouble. So what happens? Depending on your godparent, you might either get a compassionate response or you might get something called a multa. It's a type of penance. Usually comes with public embarrassment and monetary penance. It's like a fine and it usually comes together. As the years are passing by, you have your elekis, your warriors, your hand of arumila. Now you need ibejis because you need some stability and you need some happiness and you need help in the finances department. So you save and you have, I don't know, let's say that they ask for $800 for this to happen. So you finally have the money. You get your ceremony done. You have the ibejis in your house and you're happy for a while. And you then begin to wonder, okay, when will this money start coming in? And you start asking questions. You are either getting great responses from your godparent or not. Some godparents still rule under this thinking. Open your eyes and ears and shut your mouth. If you are not under the wonderful godparent who's going to respond every two seconds, which happens a lot, then how do you get your answer? Of course, you're going to go and buy more books because this book is going to give you exactly what you need. And then you go back to your 200 Facebook groups and every friend that you have, and you're going to start bombarding them with the questions so that you can try to get an average of the responses to see if that is the right response. But now you are breaking rules that you're not supposed to get 
answers from your 200 Facebook groups and from 500 books, you're only supposed to be getting answers from your godparent. Now you begin to hide your online and spiritual clandestine activities from your godparent, which will begin to get you into trouble. You still like your godparent. Why not? They were helping you from the beginning, right? Well, it's been a few years now. You have spent a few thousand dollars on all of those ceremonies that you just had to have in the beginning and a few others, not counting all of the readings that you've had to do and all the abodes that come with it. Now you're feeling the heat to get your head marked so that you can make Ocha and become a priest. You're back to the wonder feeling. I mean, who wouldn't? You're like, oh my God, this is finally here. I'm going to make Ocha. I'm going to be a priest. You are special. You're going to make it. This is exactly what you wanted all those years ago. So you start gathering the $12,000 that you are going to need. This is what you were asked to gather for your Ocha. And you're like, oh my goodness, how am I going to gather this money? But you start little by little, you stop drinking coffee, you stop going to the gym and you put those 50 bucks aside and you start cutting here and you borrow 500 from here and you get a birthday money and you put it all in a jar. And it takes you a few years to get your funds together and you make your ocha. Then you find out that your godparent begins to treat you a little differently. You kind of become the laughing stock. You didn't do this right. You didn't do ballet quickly enough. You didn't do this. You should have known this. So public humiliation just starts. And you hear some of the elders talking, well, this is how we teach our yawos. You don't want to be treated this way, but hey, maybe this is the way that things are done. Month one is hard for you. And you feel isolated. It's hard. You are dressing all in white. You have no hair. And you're just wondering, when is this going to happen for me? But okay. Month number two is a bit better, but you feel very alone. At this point, your family treats you like you're dead since you're now with the devil worshiping according to them. By month three... You've had a down and out with the stress of making Ocha and everything else. It just comes crushing down. This doesn't help your relationship with your godparent. And now more than half of the egg bait is not speaking with you and you feel truly alone. You keep going because you're a priest now. So you, you have no choice. You've done this. You've crossed this threshold. You don't know what to do with the things that you have, but you have them and you're a priest. You really don't know how to cast to Eshu in a way that you can really 
truly get answers of what is going on. And now you have a bunch of other things. You have Ibejis, you have all of those Orishas that you have to take care of. You have no idea what to do with them. And you're still dressing in white. You go about on a late afternoon and someone crosses their arms to you and says, Yawo. And you're so happy that someone knows that you, you know, what you're into and doesn't treat you like you have the plague. Come to find out that you and this person, they know the same godparent. Let's say it's a she so that I don't keep saying you and this person. So godparent used to be her godparent as well. And then you begin to chat about your experiences. Your face pretty much falls when she tells you her story. Because it is like she's saying your story, but it's really hers. Godparent did not teach much was super encouraging in the beginning, very nurturing, very there. And then it just kind of fizzled out. And after Ocha and major initiations, she tells you that it just kind of went downhill. She tells you something that strikes a chord. If there is anything that she would have done different would have been that she would have waited before committing to godparent or anything. She tells you, I would have loved to have just met other godparent possibilities before going out there and rushing. I would have just waited and attended different events to see different lineages. I would have just waited to make sure that this was really for me. I gave you the story of many priests that I have known over the years. This story that I said is not unique. Many folks go through it and they go through it hard and rough because they are rushing. There are many priests that don't even want to go to a community drumming. They are alone, and now they want to be left alone so that they don't run in to what a lot of them say, this crazy community, the crazy in our community. Our community is very beautiful, and it's rich in culture. But just like anything, there is the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you rush, then you are not going to be making a sound choice. And many times the saying is true. All that glitters isn't gold. It just isn't. Your journey can be made much easier if you wait. You can wait to see if this person is good for you, if you like what you see. Once the excitement of the beginning, the first readings, and oh my God, can this really be for me? You can kind of see if this is really where you want to be. 
No one wants to take away your excitement. I do not want to take away your excitement, your love for Orisha, your, oh my God, I want to get to the original Wakanda roots right now. However, if you wait, you can make more sound decisions. Remember, when in question, just wait. When in excitement, just wait. And especially when pressured, just wait. Like Lisa Nichols says, you have to flex your know like you know muscles. You have to be sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is it. And this is the person to take you there. That this is not being shadowed by the excitement and the all of those, I don't know, excitement hormones that are out there. Put this one technique into play and you will have a great journey. This podcast is to encourage, to steer, especially the new folks in the right place. And even to the existing priests who may have lost their godparents and now they are trying to get a certain Orisha or get a certain initiation, wait, because that is still a commitment. And really, when in question, when in excitement, just wait so that you can have a phenomenal spiritual journey. We've reached the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash session 14. If you want to binge on many more episodes, then go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. And if you are experiencing the excitement and oh my God, I want to be here. We also have a Facebook group called the Orisha Wisdom Community, and we'd love to have you there to discuss your experiences, your journey, and to support you. May the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Until next time, Odabo! Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.